As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training, kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway, in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Matt Goldman. I'm Joelle Steiniger. And I'm Michael Saka. Today, we talk to Jeremy Reeves about how he crafts sales funnels. Um, guys, what did you think? I thought it was really interesting to learn about how he breaks down the different steps in his sales funnel, uh, sometimes starting with even direct mail and moving through being sure that he's giving away value and not selling too hard eventually getting to the point where he tells a story and closes the deal uh, is really interesting to learn about. Yeah, and it's just a good reminder that people like to do business with other people that they trust. And if you can build that trust, um, then it really just becomes a timing and a value issue. And if those align with um, the person you're trying to sell to, then the sale becomes super easy. So uh, let's get into it. We're so happy to have Customer.io supporting the show again. 
We use Customer I.O. for HookFeed, and we absolutely love the power it gives us. Customer I.O. is a data-driven email platform that helps you communicate better with your customers. The kicker is that their powerful rules-based targeting enables you to keep your messages human even as you automate them and scale. Go to customer.io slash rocketship to start sending emails that convert. So, so Jeremy, tell me kind of how did you get started in like the sales and marketing industry? Yeah, so uh, I... I basically got started. Um, I I got sold uh, through direct mail. Actually, that's uh, that's kind of an, it's, okay. it's, it's kind of ironic because that's uh, that's a big part of what I do now is is sell through um, direct mail and and mostly online, but a lot of direct mail too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I I was actually in um, I think it was my senior year of college. Uh, and, and I basically got a letter that said, can you write a simple letter like this? And I was like, sure, I can do that. You know, and, uh, and that was basically a direct mail letter selling me on a copywriting course, you know, and, uh, and then, and then that kind of led down a very you know, long path that went from, you know, a, a copywriter to a marketing strategist and now a sales funnel specialist. Interesting. So what did you learn from that kind of the direct mail? Uh, that you apply to online? Cause I'm sure the headlines and trying to grab people is really universal. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, it, it, that's a good question. So there's there's a lot of similarities between like kind of the old school marketing, like the you know the d- direct mail and that kind of thing, versus like the more uh, more automated stuff that you can do online. Um, a lot of times with my clients, I like to combine them because then you can kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, I actually, I actually, it's funny. I actually just made a video a couple days ago about how I used uh, direct mail. And I spent uh, seventeen dollars, and I got a client that was worth one hundred twenty thousand dollars. So it was like a, I think it came out to like a seven hundred five thousand percent ROI. <laughs> um, but but you know, so what happened is I do stuff like that, but then I put them into um, automated sequences online, like automated email sequences, and we follow up the retargeting, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, but. Uh, one of the main differences uh, with with you know automating everything is that you can um, you can keep in touch with them you know rather like so direct mail you get a letter and you know just think of you know you you probably went to your mailbox today um, if it's you know if it's past whenever you get your mail and you went through and you probably stood over your garbage can as you were doing it and the uh, the good stuff you chucked in the garbage can or the bad stuff you chucked in the garbage can and then the good stuff you know you open it. And say it was an ad for something, you look at it and it's either you want it right then and and you, you know, maybe you go and buy it or you save it or you just, you know, if you don't want it right at that exact moment, it goes in the garbage can. Mm. Um, so one of the things that I really, really loved with being able to automate, you know, the, the marketing process, the emails and the, you know, the retargeting and, and everything else uh, is that you can build a relationship over time. Um, I've I've actually found a lot of a lot of my best clients have been on my list for you know three four years, uh, getting uh, you know getting getting emails from me, getting um, you know different you know webinars and all kinds of like just value based stuff, uh, and then when they're when the timing is right for them, you know because a lot of you know business owners, uh, if you're selling you know B two B or B two C, I mean the timing is kind of the same either way. Uh, when they're ready, if you've built up that trust you kind of have them. Like they don't even really look at other people. Um, or if they do, they give you a huge weighted percentage uh, towards like if they're going to go with you or not. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's that's one of the, my, my favorite things of it is just, you know, having those sequences in place and you're able to kind of catch people where they are in the buying process and kind of lead them through up until they're, you know, they're ready. You know, you, you give them all of your... Uh, 
you know, you, you tell them why you're different, why you're unique, how you can help them, all the benefits. You, you know, you uh, connect with them on an emotional level, all that, you know, all the all the typical copywriting stuff and the and salesmanship. Um, but then you combine that with being able to build that trust and that bond relationship over time, and uh, and it just makes such a such a big difference. Interesting. So I have to ask, and and I want to get into the automated stuff, but what do you use the direct mail still for? Um, when you have all these amazing tools online, um, what is the niche that you're still using the direct mail for? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I don't think anybody's ever asked me that before. Uh, so, so that's a good one. Um, a lot of times I use it in, uh, in, in one of two cases. Um, so th- basically the reason to, to still use that um, because it is typically a little bit more expensive than doing stuff online. You know, you're getting leads um, typically a little bit more expensive, and um, even you know, sending out uh, a direct mail letter, uh, even even to a buyer to to try to get them to you know go for uh, for a higher end product or or whatever it is, um, it's a little bit more expensive. You know, especially with email, it's you know almost free. Uh, the the big thing with it is impact. You know, so if if you're getting so, for example, with that with that client that I that I mentioned before, um, that I got that was that was worth over a hundred grand to me. The the reason that I was able to do that, um, I used that to break through because uh, in that time, now this was several years ago. Um, in that time, he was looking for uh, for a copywriter for a freelance copywriter, and I knew that a lot of people wanted to work with him. And so I was thinking in my head, like, okay, what do I do to stand out? You know, what do I do to to show up differently than everybody else? Because everybody else is sending emails and saying, hey, here's what I've done. Look at my samples, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I used that and I, I got this. Um, it was like this three-foot-long tube. Uh, and then the inside of it, you open it up and inside – there's this big giant two foot by three foot sheet of pink paper. <laughs> so you, know, you, you pull it out and you unravel it, and then it had like a message for me on there to go to um, a, a, a like a URL, you know. And uh, and on that on that website, it, there's a video of me. Rather than you know, rather than sending an email, I was, I was like, hey, you know what? I might as well go on video. So I made a video of myself. Um, basically, it was essentially like my resume on a video, like you know, selling myself on why he should um, he should hire me. And uh, you know, so through that process, that you know, that kind of it, it made me stand out. And uh, you know, it, it it actually the uh, the way that I did that that's that's called three D mail or lumpy mail. You could look that up. There's there's a bunch of companies that sell all kinds of cool products you can send. Um, but yeah, the you know the point is the 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 big thing with that is impact. You know, you just you completely stand out differently than everybody else. You know, if if you have you and then three of your other competitors sending emails trying to get somebody, you know, trying to sell them on your product, mm-hmm. uh, and then you show up and you have some kind of really cool, you know, thing. Uh, I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff you can do with direct mail. You can. Um, I've, I've heard of people sending trash cans, like big, huge trash cans with things inside it. I've heard of people. Uh, sending, you know, there's uh, actually one of my clients, we sent um, a big giant silver platter with a letter on top of it. Um, and it was like, you know, we're, we're doing all this. It was for a done for you service. Uh, so it was like, you know, we're giving you everything in a silver platter, you know. Okay. Uh, but it was, you know, it was like a big, like, you know, foot wide uh, silver platter. So that stands out. I mean, I mean, how do you not look at that? Um, and, and, you know, and then, and then we lead that into the automated stuff. So, uh, okay. use, use that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of time when you're doing stuff like that, like that, you know, the 3d mail, a lot of times it's to get bigger clients. Um, if you're doing it just on a more massive, you know, mass scale, um, a lot of times, even just with postcards, 
you kind of just reach a different person. Because some people, even though it's you know 2015, a lot of people still aren't online, um, especially if you're if you're selling to an older crowd. You know what I mean? Um, so. It's just kind of a different way to show up, um, and it's something you test. You know what I mean? Uh, just just like anything else, you know, you test it, see if it works for you. Um, but but usually that's the way that I do that that, that I use it. Um, so it's in the beginning, just to kind of reach a different audience, and then also when people are customers, um, then it also it just it helps. You know, again, it just comes back to impact. Um, you know, I've seen things where. We had an offer that converted at like two percent online, you know, like some kind of upsell for for something, or you know, like a year long subscription versus monthly or whatever it was. Um, and then we and then we sent it to the same customers in a direct mail letter, and it converted at like six to eight percent, you know, just because right. again, it's you know, the, the impact's different, it hits you in a different way, and it it kind of uh, it catches you at a different time and and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, so yeah, th- those are kind of the the two main. Uh, areas and you know points in which that uh you know that we that we use it very cool well let's get into the the so you know you've got them in the funnel let's kind of explore the funnel a little bit um how do you approach building an automated relationship with people yeah so it's um it's a it's a hard but interesting one to answer because you know as you can imagine there's so many different businesses so you know a lot of times people will say like oh you know here's the funnel you need here's the you know the structure you have this and then you have this and then you have this um but it's it's kind of hard because it's so every business is unique you know you're selling different products you're selling different uh you know different software you're selling it to different people uh you know one might be $10 a month another one might be $1000 a month um, and, and all of those factors come into play uh, with that. But, you know, in general, uh, what you want to do is essentially, you know, give away something of value. I always start, I've always believed, uh, you know, since I, since I started my business that everything should be started with value. You know, so I never really do marketing unless it's value-based. You know what I mean? Um, we actually, uh, we're, we're testing uh, Facebook ads and because we're starting with value-based content. We're actually uh, getting people from Facebook to an article. So there's nothing for sale whatsoever. And then we're retargeting those people. And since we started with value, uh, we're getting retargeting clicks for literally like 10 cents. I'm getting people to, to apply for a coaching for a, a very expensive coaching program for um, I think that I think it's like a dollar fifty each. <laughs> you know, it's it's like ridiculous. Uh, but you know, that's after they've they've seen the content. So we we have you know a lot more expenses up front. But uh, but it just what's goes. The, what's the flow there? So you get them into the content. You start retargeting. Is the retargeting ad a highly focused ad um, for the service, or is it yeah. also kind of a soft sell? Uh, yeah. So basically, it's uh, we start with just a hundred percent value. So it's uh, like an article. You really really in-depth article that's uh, that's hitting on uh, major pain points that the market's in uh market's dealing with rather and then um so the people that read that article you know the people that click on the first ad they get retargeted and we we retarget them with the second ad which is basically um it's uh it's, it's essentially like a page like a sales letter uh trying to get them into uh applying for the coaching program so it's basically okay. a direct sale for the second one now what's um, making those clicks so cheap uh, because the uh, the CTRs on it, the, the click through rates are are they're like, I think right now they're somewhere around ten or eleven percent, um, which yeah, on Facebook is is insane, um, <laughs> you know. And it's it's because you know they they just read a really good article for me, and you know it's I mean like in depth like two three thousand words, 
uh, not like a you know not like a little five hundred word kind of thing. Um, and you know, so they, they, they just heard about me. They, you know, my, I, I have like my face on there and, you know, all kind of like, you know, name brand recognition and, uh, and then they see it again that same day. So it's like, oh, wow, this guy just gave me really good, um, you know, really good value and, and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of content and it's, you know, the, because of that, you know, it's, uh, the, the, you know, the click through rates are just, are just, you know, sky high. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's a really good strategy. Uh, but when you're, when you're doing that with email, uh, basically, you know, again, you always start with value. So, uh, you know, if you have a, if you have a software company and you're giving your you're selling your software, um, what you want to think of is, you know, what what's preventing your customers from buying. So, if you have a hundred people on there and uh, whatever your your conversion rate is, you know, two or five or ten percent or whatever it is, um, you know, wh- what's the reason that the other eighty five or ninety or ninety five percent of people aren't buying? And um, a lot of times it's because they, you know, a lot of people need some type of, they, they need to experience it first. So, you know, one of the ways that you can, you can do that is by giving away a free trial, you know, um, and you can do it, you can test it to see which one works better. You know, I've, I've done it with clients where we, we set one up where uh, they, you know, maybe they pay a dollar for the first 30 days and then, you know, they get charged the regular amount. Uh, and then we've also tried where it was completely free for 30 days and then they had to actually sign up for it before 30 days. Uh, so, you know, you, you could try either one. It kind of depends on, on several different factors, uh, which, which is going to work better. Uh, but, you know, you start with something with value. It could be, you know, it could be, again, free trial. It could be um, some type of, you know, like a free report or a video, just something that's going to help them solve that main problem that your, that your software, your products, you know, solves for them. So you give them kind of like a, a little sliver of the of the benefit, the overall benefit that you're going to give them. So that starts kind of building the bond and the trust and the relationship in them. And when you do that, you have them now on your email list. So um, one of the first things that I do as soon as somebody signs up for my uh, email, I send out what what I call an, uh, an indoctrination. Wow, I'm, I'm somewhat on my words here. Indoctrination email. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so an indoctrination email. Uh, so an indoctrination email is basically kind of like you in a nutshell. It's like your your sixty second pitch of you know who you are, who you help, uh, you know how you help them. And, uh, you know, and that kind of thing. So, um, I actually say in that email, it's like, it's kind of like, Hey, you know, uh, you, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to start sending you emails. Um, I just want you to know, they're not going to be really pitchy. They're not going to be like those annoying spam emails. It's going to be, you know, they're all going to help you, uh, you know, d- uh, solve the problem that you're dealing with or, or get the benefit that you're you know trying to reach whatever you're going after. Um, and then, uh, I actually say like, you know, here's, here's what's going to happen. Like, I'm going to send you these emails, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and yes, I'm going to ask you to buy my product. You don't have to, I'm still going to send you good stuff. Uh, but you know, if you want to, whenever the time is ready, we'll be here. And, uh, and then I actually give them an unsubscribe link in the email. So I say like, listen, if you sign up here and you just, you hate email or, you know, you think it's weird or you you got on here, you don't know how or whatever, you know, you can unsubscribe right here and actually put it in the middle of the email, not at like the very bottom. Hmm. Um, and it's, it's funny when you do that because, you weed out the people that just, you know, they're not going to respond anyway. So it actually helps your, um, you know, your kind of score with the, you know, the ISPs. Uh, so it helps like your deliverability and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of just like a little side benefit. But so that kind of starts the relationship. And it's just very, very, it's, you know, it's very just 
kind of cool based, (laughs) you know, like you're not trying to be like super pitchy. You're just trying to be, you know, one person talking to another person, trying to help them out, you know, and and that's how all of your, all of your marketing should be really. It's just, you know, you have a product or service or a, you know, software or whatever it is that you sell and you're trying to help somebody. And, you know, a lot of people get really kind of like weird with their marketing and they're just trying to like ram it down people's throats. And, you know, if you come at it with more of a, you know, more of a uh, nurturing type of relationship. And it's like, hey, listen, you know, there, there's no pressure. There's no rush here. You know, when you're ready, we're going to be here for you. But, hey, maybe, you know, here's a reason why you should be ready now. Because, you know, if you if you don't use this for the next, you know, three or six months, you push it off, look at what you're going to be losing in that time. And, you know, you kind of just play it around like that. So you're showing them why it's actually in their benefit um, to use whatever it is that you're selling. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know, whatever it is you sell is, you know, provides a good enough benefit that that's true. You know, um, if it doesn't, then obviously you have to go back and, and retool the, uh, you know, whatever it is you're selling. Uh, so, so in the emails, you know, that, that's kind of how you, how you, uh, take the relationship and you bond with them. You know, it's, uh, I found that doing something like that versus just like, Hey, here's 10 reasons to use it. Here's, you know, uh, Here's, uh, you know, here's our guarantee. And obviously, I mean, you should say your guarantee, but kind of in a more subtle way. Uh, so if you're, if you set up the emails so that it's like, hey, you know, I'm here to help you and you give them value and, uh, you know, you tell stories and you're just you, you're, you know, very just personal, whatever your personality is, kind of just uh, show that, you know, showcase it uh, in the emails. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to talk about yourself and your family and your, you know, stories that you're doing. Uh, for example, I have I have a wife and two kids and I have two dogs and I like to go fishing and smoke cigars and, you know, that kind of thing. So I talk about that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a really good um, bonding tool because you're you're showing that you're somebody. You're not just like a faceless, uh, you know, corporation, uh, because people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. You know what I mean? So if you if you do stuff like that, then uh, then people start to trust you, and then once they trust you, that builds a relationship for the sale. You know, because nobody's going to buy anything from somebody they don't trust. So you have to have that trust first. Uh, and then once you have that trust, then if their need matches up with your solution, then the sale just becomes so much easier. Um, so it, it kind of gets rid of a lot of that resistance, you know, that, that sales resistance that most people feel. I know, I know I kind of, I kind of went like around a in a circle there. Does that, does that uh, answer the question well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, once you get to the point where you're ready to make the sale, uh, can you talk about that process? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, like when you're when you're in that stage, you're uh, you know sales kind of happen over time. So it's it's hard to know. Um, now, if you're talking to somebody on the phone, it's a little bit different. But if you're doing a via email, it's hard to know when that person is ready to buy. So uh, kind of the structure of my emails um, that that I found that works um, you know better than really anything I've done before is you start off by having some kind of either either with value. Or a story, right? So um, it could be a story of, um, you know, what, whatever it is, and you know, uh, maybe uh, I, I have one that I use about how I got in the sales funnels, and it's it's essentially uh, me and my wife were on a walk with uh, with our first son when he was when he was born um, before our before our second one was. Uh, this is a couple of years ago, and uh, 
you know, we, we were on a walk and my phone kept buzzing as we were on the walk and I would look down and I got a, uh, a prospect and I looked, you know, I got a prospect and then another minute later I looked down and they bought one of my products. Another minute later buzzed again. I looked down again. They bought another one of my products. Another minute later, you know, they bought a third product and then they signed up, um, to, uh, for like a free consultation for my services. And in like during that walk, this person went from never even having any contact with me to buying three of my products and signing up for a consultation. Then they became a client, uh, like a, you know, a done for you client. Um, and, and it all happened completely automatically, you know what I mean? So, so that's kind of like, that's how I introduce how I fell in love with sales funnels was like, once that happened, then it really clicked for me. And it really like, it was like the light bulb went off. Um, so, uh, so, so, and then I, you know, transitioned that story into um, why you need a sales funnel, you know. So you kind of take stories from your life and transition them into uh, a benefit of your product that you're selling. Um, and then, and then again, you just you just say, hey, you know, if this resonates with you, uh, click here, and, and you know, you could you could buy it now, or you could read the you know the sales letter, or uh, whatever your main call to action is. You could go on a webinar if you sell through webinars. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's kind of like the. You know, the, the overall template is just, you know, start with some kind of value, um, either just, you know, value could be, um, you know, hey, hey, we're working on this and we found that this works really well. And um, hey, you know, by the way, when you when you use our uh, our software, it actually automates it for you or it gets you better results when you do this or or something like that. But it's, you know, you start it with some type of value and then you transition it into why uh, your product delivers that value on an even you know better level. Uh, and then you just say, you know, click here to, to learn more or to buy or, you know, whatever your call to action is. Very cool. So how do we um, keep up with you uh, online? Yeah, so uh, so you can find out about me. Um, I'm I'm a very uh, prolific <laughs> kind of guy. I'm I'm always writing uh, writing articles and on podcasts and doing webinars and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, so I would say, you know, if you're interested uh, either in working with me and having me, you know, actually do some of this stuff for you, write your copy, build your sales funnels for you, um, or if you know, I have I have. Uh, information products. If you're kind of like a do-it-yourselfer, or I have a whole bunch of free stuff that you can go. I have all kinds of free reports and free videos and free webinars and um, all that kind of stuff. If you're a little bit earlier in the process and you don't really have the uh, the budget, you know, to spend on having someone do it for you. Um, but either way, whatever whatever kind of category you fit into, uh, I would have head over to uh, www.jeremyreeves.com and uh, and then you know just that's uh, that'll be my homepage and you you can. Uh, Kind of, you know, uh, go at your own pace and, and figure out where you go based on uh, based on what you see there that you like. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rocket Ship Podcast. If you enjoyed it, we have tons of other awesome episodes on our website. Check them out, rocketship.fm. And be sure to check out our app discount section where we have discounts on products that we use every day, like Woo Themes, Wistia, Treehouse. Go to rocketship.fm forward slash essentials and get your discounts today.